It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Well, Angie, let's open up the mailbag and get some questions from listeners here. Jane is first up today. Jane's and Carrie. It says, my husband said we should go ahead and get pre-approved for a mortgage, but we're just now starting to casually look at homes, and it might be months before we find something we really like. Wouldn't a pre-approval expire by then, and we'd have to do it all again? Shouldn't we wait until we find the property we like? Incorrect, incorrect, incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we actually say out of the gates, first thing you should do, you know, beyond, of course, like choosing a a real estate agent that you want to work with is go ahead and get pre-qualified, pre-approved. I know many lenders these days, they don't even like to give pre-quals anymore. I know our preferred lenders, um, you know, and one of those being Tina Conadares with NFM, um, she only gives pre-approvals. And that's just really verifying that what you're saying is true by seeing documentation. And that's just for protection of everyone, right? The last thing that she would want is to say, yes, you're good to go for this amount. And then after you give over documentation, realize that it's a little bit more um, like kind of maybe messy or detailed than what she was expecting. But anyways, so as far as doing it all over again, that is not true. So yes, a pre-approval lasts for only a certain amount of time. Um, I believe the kind of norm that I'm normally seeing is about a 90 days. Um, and I believe that's really the bank specific as far as the expiration date they want to put on that pre-approval. I've heard mainly around 90 days. But once it's expired, all it is is just reconnecting back with the lender and them just, you know, confirming that, yes, everything is still good to go. There's been no changes with your employment, that sort of thing. There just has to be an expiration to the pre-approval, of course, because, you know, at any point, again, you could have a job change. You could have more debt. You could make more money now. So go ahead and get pre-approved now. Reason being is a pre-approval is great. Not only, of course, does it tell you the purchase price of the home that you can afford, but it also gives you a basis of where you will feel comfortable, you know, as far as price point. So even if you can buy, I always use this as an example, a million dollar home, but if you want your mortgage payments around a 300 price point, we need to stay there, right? We want to make sure that you feel comfortable with your payments. So Never can start that process too soon. Go ahead and get pre-approved to make sure we're on the right track with what we're looking at in regards to pricing. Great question, Jane. I would imagine too, like if you, you know, if you find a house and you want to put that offer in, you want that pre-approval letter and process already done. You don't want to have to then be saying, okay, well, we want to put an offer in, but now I got to call the bank and go through this and fill out the paperwork and, oh, but I got, I've, I've got to work too. And, you know, so it's like, get that stuff yep. taken care of ahead of time. Save yourself the headache because you're not going to want to be focusing on all that when you're ready to rock and roll. So good question, so Jane. True. 
Thanks for sending that one in to us. That's a good question. Uh, it sounds like, Jane, you might benefit, uh, just to throw this out there, uh, by learning a little bit more about the buying process, because pre-approval is certainly one of those steps of the process and a term to know. Angie's put together a very helpful guide for all home buyers out there, but especially if it's your first time going through the process or if it's been a while. You can get that guide for free by texting the word SAVVY to the number 21000. Again, text SAVVY to the number 21000. We'll text you right back a link to click on and just look for the Home Buyer's Guide button, and you'll be able to download that guide for free. It teaches you the terms to know, the steps of the process, and uh, very helpful. All right, Beckett is up next. Beckett's in Raleigh. And this is a good one, Angie. I think you'll you'll enjoy this question. Full disclosure, I'm an agent. All right, so it's not surprising that there's a few other agents in the area that listen to your show, Angie. I actually get that quite a bit, so thanks, guys. Yeah, very cool. (laughs) Uh, Full disclosure, I'm an agent, but I respect your opinion and wanted to get your advice, if that's okay. I have a client who really wants a house that just came on the market as a coming soon. The seller will have an open house in two weeks. My buyer wants to bid over the asking price and put a time limit on the offer to hopefully avoid it ever going to the open house. How do you feel about time limits and what's appropriate in a situation like this? Yeah, um, Becca, you know, uh, my thoughts are you, I think it's great advice to actually go ahead and put a strong offer in, put a time limit on it. There's no, I guess, risk with putting a time limit on it if it hasn't even gone active, right? Because the worst that the seller can do is reject your offer and then your buyer can come back and make a new offer if they wanted to, right? Yeah. I get concerned, I'm not concerned, but you know, oftentimes if we know it's going to be a multiple offer situation, once a home's gone active, to try to put a deadline on the seller responding, the seller's probably going to laugh at you, right? Mm-hmm. If they already are receiving multiple offers. But in this scenario, it might get the seller thinking, you know, especially if you come in with a strong offer over list price, um, it might get them think that, you know what, we can just forget about the headaches of a showing. We don't have to worry about an open house. You know what? Could we maybe get a little more? Yeah, but this is a strong offer. So, Beckett, I do think that's great advice in this scenario. Go ahead and have your clients sight unseen put in that offer. Put a restriction on timeline on when they must respond and maybe try to wrap it up for them. And again, worst case scenario, the offer is just completely rejected. And your clients can always wait around for the open house, take a look, and try again if they want. That's a great point. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like if you're the buyer, you're buying it off the market, right? You're saying, okay, I'm going to pay you some extra premium to not even let this thing go to the open house. So here's my strong offer. But, you know, you lose all you can't just throw it out there it seems like and not put a time limit on there if you're going to make an offer ahead of time like that because then yeah. they can just sit around and wait so I agree it's kind of I, I think you need to say hey here's a super strong offer but we need a response to let us know if if seller's yeah. serious or not and if they're going to accept otherwise I agree they could just sit on it and it's and hey two weeks can be an eternity in the real estate world that's right a, so. that is an eternity yeah no no that's uh, yeah I mean so they I, can take I the sure say, thing now and have a bird in the yeah. hand is worth two in the bush kind of situation to face yes you never know they might be like this is great we didn't want to do the open house and all that stuff so wrap this up now yep yep yeah no i'd say the norm as far as a response i mean if if the other party has not responded within 24 hours i'm banging down the door like that's Ah, just okay that's good timing you know the seller knows where their mindset's at what they're expecting to get for their home right and so um, there's no reason to drag it on beyond that and if they are it's because they're waiting for other offers to come in they're playing Mm -hmm kind of playing games. Yeah. Cool. 
Beckett, great question. Thanks for sending that one in to us. Hope that helps you out in your transaction. And uh, yeah, if you need more, uh, I guess we usually, this show is for you know people who are buying and selling, uh, Angie, but other realtors listen too. So if you want to uh, you know talk to Angie a little bit, need some advice and guidance even from the uh, agent side of things, she's got a lot of experience in that area and I'm sure would be happy to, to lend a hand occasionally to, uh, to those who need some assistance in the area or have a question like Beckett here because that leads to some fun behind the scenes talk too. So I enjoy that angie thank you grant says just curious what's the fastest you've ever sold a home um before it even hit the market (laughs) (laughs) i mean for anyone listening honestly that's nothing to brag about i mean we all know where the market was you know just even a year ago and it was multiple offers it was multiple offers even before they hit the market so you know for me to go and say oh i sold it in zero days you know come on guys we all did it wasn't hard in the market we were in right you didn't have to do anything fabulous now with the marketing behind it, yes, that drove definitely a higher price point, right? It just it, we got it in front of more eyes, so I think that's still important to know. But days on the market didn't mean anything back in the day, so yeah, yeah, I've sold it in in negative ten days. No. Negative ten, <laughs> yeah. What, from from like okay, like is that usually coming soon? Would you count that as like okay, yeah. here's the coming okay, the coming soon listing yeah. is active. That's when you can officially like take bids, well, essentially. You or? actually not. Necessarily. So okay. there is, it's not even a stage in MLS, it's an addendum, um, kind of like a rider to the listing agreement and it's office exclusive. Um, so that means that, hey, we haven't even started marketing it to all the other agents in the market. We haven't gone to the MLS. Um, there is a rule actually, once you start marketing a home to the public, it must hit MLS within 24 hours unless you have a separate addendum that states we're withholding it for MLS, which is silly. But anyways, you can get an addendum signed that is just office exclusive. So that means that you can only market to the home to your office. And I think that's always smart, you know, like an, a seller might not quite be ready to go to the market, but we can always see if we have buyers in-house where it's a win-win. And if it's not, that's fine. And we eventually go to the market. But yeah, so as far as looking at a home, it's interesting when it's office exclusive, the home can be shown only to your office, like your firm's buyers. When it's in the coming soon stage, you actually, in, in MLS coming soon, you cannot show the property, Okay. So it's almost like it can be shown by your office buyers. Once it goes coming soon, no one can show it. And then going back active, then it can be shown to anyone. So, interesting. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.